0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Analyze Your Trade number 201 event um, on TimingResearch.com. This is our fifth time doing this new format. And today we're going to have seven analysts uh, looking at charts and, and, uh, and talking about stocks. Um, so just a reminder, um, all of these presentations are for educational purposes only, and uh, trading is not suitable for all people. Um, please consult a financial advisor and only trade with uh, money you can afford to lose. Also, all, ses- all sessions will be recorded individually and permanently available on the Timing Research website as well as the Timing Research uh, YouTube channel. So, uh, today we're opening with uh, Elena Nicole, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to her. Good morning.
1: Um, I'm Elena from Investing Day, and I like to scalp. I'm predominantly a scalper. So I'm happy to answer any of your questions about trading. This is like my livelihood. Um, today, I'm watching SPX, of course. That's my favorite, but it is definitely treacherous. So I don't recommend it for someone who's just getting started. Um, but I also like Carvana today and Meta. Uh, Meta had a nice move after earnings yesterday. Um, and now, actually, uh, United Health, I got my eye on that too. Um, so, yeah, let's see if you guys have any tickers you want to look at. I'm more than happy to break them down for you. I love charting. This is my jam. Let's see my favorite tools. I like um, EMAs, exponential moving averages. Um, as a scalper, like I need to know what's happening right now. Um, so I like lower time frames. I like the EMAs. They update a lot faster. Um, let's look at Amazon. I also like um, the Fibonacci. It makes life a little cleaner um, organized. I love to be organized when I'm trading. Let's see what Amazon's got for us today. I'm going to fib Amazon. Let's see. I made a 10 point move. Let's see. So one thing I'll, I'll show you guys too. Um, there's an indicator called the average true range that I love. Um, and you can, you can just add it onto your chart real quick. Um, so what I like to do is I'll go onto the daily chart and I'll look for the ATR. So here it's 4.63. Um, Basically, what this is telling me is that on average, Amazon moves four points, um, 4.63 points a day in either direction. And so when I'm drawing out my Fibonacci, um, I'm just going to take it maybe five points um, because Amazon doesn't typically run too hard. So you don't need a ton of price levels um, to see where it may go. So in this case, from yesterday, we had a really big move um, after close. So this would be like a really wide fib. So I think what I'll do instead of taking this whole low is just go from here. Um, so the low here, 104.91. We'll take it to the high, uh, which is 112.19. Um, I'm going to flip my fib. So we got the 100% up top. And then I'm going to take it down to these lower frames and see what we got. So Amazon, if you notice, we've got a trend line here to watch. So we wouldn't even worry about playing the upside until we can break that. It actually looks like we've got a bit of a, descending triangle. We'll see if we can break this low. But my first target here, of course, is the 200. That's a big one. If we can break that, then you're looking for 108.55. If we do crack this trend line to the upside, then we're looking for this 110.63. And if you notice, um, well, on your FIB, you'll have a level called the golden ratio, 61.8. Typically what you'll see is like from the top, your stocks will fight to get there Um, from the bottom. They'll fight to get there too so this is a big level um we could see some chop here um some sideways action until we pick a direction but this is a really really big price level here that 109.41 um, and i'll pull up facebook over here too or meta i i still call it facebook it's meta now i guess <laughs> let's look all right so meta it looks like oh yeah so meta has this huge gap right from earnings yesterday and I'll pull it up for you guys. You can see where I drew it. Um, yeah, so we can't see gaps on the Heikinashi candles. We can see them on the regular candles, but you can see Meta had this. I just marked it up before the session started if you, if you didn't see it. Um, the ATR here is 6.55. So obviously this move that Meta made yesterday and today, it's not, it's not like an everyday thing. <laughs> I wish it was, but it's not. Um, so what we'll do here, I'll take this off for us and we can go back to the drawing board. What we'll do here is we'll just fib this because this is such a big jump. And I'll even just show you what it looks like for for, um, learning purposes, right? So if we take it from this low before we gapped up to the high of the day, which is what? One, uh, 184.55, I'm just gonna type it in. These candles are really small. Oh, it's really close. Okay, so if we fib all of that, do you guys see how spread out these price levels are? Like. It's a, it's a lot for like a short-term trade, right? So um, in that case, I will probably just move my FIB up just to here to make it more tradable. And then if we do move lower, we can just adjust our levels from there. But I'm just gonna focus on this up here and we'll get this up here, there we go. All right, so now Meta's consolidating. Um, it's actually really just consolidating from that move yesterday, but on the upside, I would really want to see us get support above this 183 level, 183.57. You see how much trouble it's having up here? Um, Really wouldn't feel comfortable playing this until we at least break this. And even then, um, I would look at more of a short, like really, really quick trade, like just maybe a couple candlesticks. Because last time we were up here, do you see how it got smacked down? Like this candle got totally smacked down. This high got rejected. So this is just treacherous territory. Um, One thing we talk about in our community is like the psychological price levels. So you'll have like technical price levels and you'll also have psychological levels. So for meta, that 185, that's a big psychological level. So chances are, if we can break that, then you'll see some more buyers come in. Um, But (laughs) if we can't break that, you're probably just going to see a flight all day, right? Um, They may just chop around it all day long. And I hate when stocks are pinned especially as an options trader, because we need momentum to make money. Um, Otherwise, we're just paying in premium. Um, What do I think about Microsoft and the AI stuff? Oh, that's a good question. So one ticker that I would say for you to check out, too, with this is AI, cleverly named. Um, But they've actually been boogying this week. Um, AI has actually been boogying this week. But Microsoft has, um, for anyone that's not familiar, Microsoft, also Google. And Baidu, the Chinese company, B-I-D-U, uh, they're all talking about creating um, something similar to Chat GPT. Uh, so like anything um, that we see, a lot of times, you know, their competitors step into the lanes. I do think AI is really cool. Um, I think it has a lot of good uses. There's a lot of criticism about it, too. Um, but I think ChatGPT is charging like 40 bucks now, something like that. Um, so as a revenue stream, I think that's really good for some of these bigger brands. Um, I was just talking to one of my students the other day and I was like, I think I, think I like Google for this. Um, I feel like they have access to so much information already um, and search histories, things like that. Uh, I'm just really curious to see. Um, I'm really curious to see how this all plays out, actually. But I really like the AI stuff. Let's look at Microsoft real quick and then we'll go to Adam as well. All right, so Microsoft, let's see, 245, that's still a big jump. Microsoft too, this morning, it looks like it has a small gap from this morning. So I'm gonna mark that up too for us. But if you notice, uh, Microsoft, looks like it's trying to form a bit of a pennant there. Um, for anyone that's not familiar with those patterns, bullish pennant is, uh, well, it's bullish, <laughs> it's bullish. So we'll see if we can break that upper trend line on Microsoft and, and get a little breakout here. Um, So for here, we're clinging on to the 50 for dear life. Um, But if we can stay up here and break a trend line, we should see Microsoft try to move a little higher. Um, If not, of course, we're kind of hanging out here again around this golden ratio. So I've got 257 for the target to the downside, um, which you can see the buyers are defending this. And then for the upside, I got 258.70 for the first target. Let's see, Adam. I think what I'm going to do on Microsoft for us is go ahead. I'm going to start setting some alerts here. So I'm going to set an alert for 25870, and I'm just gonna, there we go. So there's Microsoft, and then I'll put one for the downside to um, let us know when Microsoft gets to 25609, and then maybe get a gap fill. All right. What's the other one? A T O M. This thing is beautiful. So the first thing that jumped out to me on this was this golden cross. Um, typically, uh, when you're 50, like when your 50 uh, moving average crosses that 200, that's really bullish. Um, so you can see we had a really nice. Oh, we'll look at that too. Um, but yeah, so we got this golden cross. So that's really bullish. You can see the buyers coming up off the 50 each time we got a pullback there. Little profit taking. Um, I'm not familiar with this ticker, but it looks like it had maybe some kind of catalyst. It may be just be coming up with the market too. Um, Let's see what this ATR is. Uh, It looks like it's less than a point. So something like this, you really don't want to fib too far out. Um, I personally don't like, like, I don't even know if they have options on this, but um, I don't like options if the stock has the ATR of less than one, just because we need movement. Um, But for shares, I'm not mad at this. It probably needs to cool off a bit. Let's look back at this daily real quick um that rsi has a little more room to go to so just quickly eyeballing this let's see so this was our high of the day so far right so the last time we were up here um it looks like we had a little trouble so i would wait and see if we can clear this like the high here is 863 um and then i would go from there because you actually got some tweezer tops right there definitely don't want to jump into a brick wall (laughs) let's see but on this one, I would go ahead and set an alert. Um, if you can clear that 863 level, then you've got some, um, Some this volume's kind of low too, but we just got started, so I would keep my eyes on this today. You got a nice double bottom there to, to bounce this thing. Vet, I've never heard of it, never heard of it, but that's okay, because a lot of times as a scalper, just need a headline. <laughs> I don't need to know everything about the company, I just need momentum. Let's see, it looks like this thing has, a higher low from yesterday, but it's retesting, it looks like. Let's do, I'm just going to jump down to a 15. This daily is a bearish for now, um, but let's look and see. All right, we got lower highs on the 15. You see how we retested the 200 and rejected it a couple times? That's super bearish. We've rejected the 50 now. 14.51. Um, you got double bottom on the 15 so we'll see if the buyers can hold this um what i'll do is just fit this out from yesterday's levels i'm going to flip this so our lows at the bottom you can have some levels here so yeah for here um at 14.51 right now you have tweezers but if you do get some more sellers in here you see this macd is looking um it has crossed over but it doesn't have a ton of momentum here um which i think that has to do with the volume as well but If you get some sellers to push this down below that 1451, look for 1440. Um, Otherwise, this may just chop sideways for a bit. We'll see what it does. Oh, yeah. Chewy is a good one. Um, Chewy is a good one. I had people send in my dog chewy boxes when she got out of the hospital. Let's see. Let's do the daily and just see where we're at. Important to see, like, I know even if you're trading short term, it's still really important to see, like, the location of your price because. Especially for me, I, I like the SPX and I know like it really respects these, these moving averages. So like some days we'll be like you know kissing the 50 or kissing the 200 up on these big time frames and then I'll know it'll probably be a choppy trading day, right? <laughs> and so you can see Julie's been chopping around these moving averages for a while actually. Um, so we'll see here. It looks like we got some accumulation though um, after this big drop. So that is good news. Um, this looks bullish to me. And it looks like it's retracing from here or trying to reclaim that. So let me see. Um, I'm going to do more of a short-term thing. So long-term, you see how Chewy's like going for this high, that 51.97. He's trying to retrace this whole move. Um, So that I think is its ultimate goal. But Chewy doesn't run quite that hard. What are we doing today? 1.47. I'm going to jump down to a 15 real quick. So here... It looks like it's getting a little weaker. You see the buyers are like still pushing up on this, but we're getting lower highs. So I think Chewy has definitely has to get some volume in here to try to move past that. Um, but beyond that, uh, this 47.17 level would be the first stop to, What that I would look for. Um, but I'm gonna do a closer FIB. I'm just gonna FIB today's levels and we can see a tighter spread. A lot of times I'll use those FIB levels for like strike prices, things like that, because it's really quick to look over there. Um, let's jump down. All right. So Chewy's rolling over just a hair. So 47.37, that looks like it wants. And that's that's actually your golden ratio. Um, if we bounce here for whatever reason, that 48.84, but you see how hard it tried to get there or it tried to hold that? The sellers came out of there. Um So yeah, I think Chewy's cooling off here. Let's see, let's check on SPX. It's consolidating still. It looks like it got in that gap from this morning. It's just kind of hanging out. We just need some volume in here. We've got Apple reporting earnings today as well. So I was expecting this to chop around too. Honestly, I didn't have really high expectations for Apple today. Look at this resistance. This is hideous. I did read an article uh, yesterday that mentioned Apple um, potentially posting a revenue miss, um, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. But this is this is super choppy. Um, I just look at that and see time decay. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even want to hang out there too long. Let's look at United Health. Let's look at some downside opportunity. All right, so just like we had that golden cross, we got the death cross over here, so that's cool for the bears um I don't know what the catalyst was to drive this thing down this morning I didn't see anything but I'm pretty sure something maybe came out and I just didn't see it um let's see I don't know I'd have to research but just as a scalper um I see we've double bottomed so I see it's at least trying to recover here but we rejected that 50 um but if you notice our lows actually moved up too so I'm curious to see if we can if we can reclaim that 482 level on this. So what I would do here is actually put in a, um, I'd probably just put it on the 50, to be honest. So we'll just say, let us know um, when United Health crosses that 50 and then we can go from there. Otherwise it's just gonna reject it or not gonna reject it, but it could reject it. Let's see, I'm gonna go ahead and throw up a trend line here too for the downside because it could very well shop around. I love Tesla, I love Tesla. We were having, um, we did like this thing in our group the other day. It was maybe like, I don't know, maybe like two three weeks ago. Um, but we all gave out our price targets for Tesla and like everyone was like 90, 95. And I was totally kidding, but I was like 150. And then everyone's like, oh my goodness. But I was like, no, I really just, I was just kidding. But <laughs> here we are. I just don't ever want to bet against Tesla. Um, that's how I feel about it. I don't bet against Elon. But... There's a pattern here. We actually got an inverted head and shoulders, so let's see if we can push back to that 191. That would be cool. Yeah, I definitely did not have <laughs> 190 in my sights. I oh, always just got a Microsoft alert. Let's look at it. I'm going to pull it up side by side. Tesla actually looks like it wants to push to that that high. I'm going to keep it up here because I love my patterns. And let's do Microsoft over here. Well, Tesla's going to make tweezer bottoms, I mean tweezer tops. All right, we see Microsoft getting active over here, too. Hmm, that's not good. <laughs> the fact that they're pushing back on my candle, that's not good. Same on Microsoft. What else is going on today? Meta is ripping. Let's see. Home Depot looks good. So this watch list, I guess I'll say something about this, too. So my watch list is... Um, Basically for because I trade mainly the S&P, but I will like dabble in other things if we're choppy. Uh, But this is like my S&P watch list. So I have the Hang Seng, which is like China's index. I have the Nikkei uh, 225, which is Japan. I like to watch both of those because they're really um, our economies are like intricately intertwined. Um, I've got the crude oil futures because, of course, S&P has an energy component. Um, And then we have Dow, NASDAQ and the S&P itself. I've got all my ETFs that track the indices up here. And the VIX, of course, is a big deal. Um, And then I have the top 20 holdings of S&P up here. I want to know what they're doing because, you know, they're weighted. So it really helps to see what what these guys have going on um, as far as how this thing should be played. But I do have other watch lists. Um, Just depends on what I'm looking for. I have one that I break down by sectors. I'm just really big on being organized. I don't know I think trading is so chaotic sometimes it just helps when you're organized it really really helps all right I'm curious to see if the bulls come in and do anything we just need some volume the volume this this year and last year has been super crazy and not in a good way it's like the whole market's volume is dropping all right Tesla it's gonna retest it um I think I do I think I do um one thing about spX like I traded it on demo and back testing for like six months before I ever did it in live market because it scares me. Like it, they called the widowmaker, So I was like, uh, let me actually learn this thing for real before I like jump in and, and lose everything. But it was, um, I like it just because I mentor and I teach. And so it's just cool that I can just get in and out of SPX with a profit in just a few minutes. Um, That's my favorite thing about it, you know? I can trade, like, three candles and then be done for the day or the week or whatever. But um, it just takes a lot of patience and a lot of practice. But I'll always love SPY. I'll always love SPY as well. Do you guys have a preference between SPY and SPX? This past Saturday, we just had an SPX scalping class. Um, And that was cool. That was really fun. Um, My worry, though, is, like, I'm, like, super like passionate about people who are newer to the market or just newer to SPX in general. And I always want people to protect their capital. Um, but yeah, we have, um, we have a community on uh, Slack and it's free. Um, I'm trying to think the best way. If you just go to the website, it'll pop up and ask you if you want to join the community. It's just investingbay.com. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's a monster. SPX is a monster. It has a mind of its own. It does what it wants. And if you're right, it's great. If you're wrong, it hurts. That's why we trade with stop losses. doesn't hurt too much. And I think I heard it from somebody in one of your series, David, and it stuck with me. I can't remember who said it. It was a lady. But she said, um, if you're thinking about your losses when you go to bed at night, you're doing this wrong. And it stuck with me. Um, but I actually learned that from y'all. So it's pretty cool.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I Sounds familiar. I, I'll try to remember who who said that.
1: Yeah, I cannot remember who I heard it from, but I know it was on the series. Okay. Yeah, I'll think about it. So one thing that's super important too as a trader is to like know when to sit on your hands. So like when the mar- when the market is super choppy, um, you don't want to try to like assume which direction we're gonna go. Cause I've seen times where like we're flat all day, you know. So it just protects your capital. Um, a lot of traders don't play defense, like they're always playing offense. Um, But you got to know when to protect your money and not put it at risk. I do like Microsoft right now. I just need some more volume in there and I'll feel better about it. Tesla's trying to break that high. It's just there's a lot of resistance up there. I have no idea. Let's see. There's Meta. Look at this. There's a double bottom. There's our neckline. And then we broke it. And this is nasty. This is nasty. I'm going to adjust my high on Meta. We hit 188. I literally said earlier, if we break 185, she should take off. And there she goes. (laughs) I wish I set an alert for that. All right. So our next target here is that 191.59 extension. This is sick. I'm happy to see like on the recovery track because it got beat down last year. This RSI, I'll point out, is is insane. This is insane. So you don't want to chase things. You totally don't want to chase things. Oh, yeah, that's one of my mentees, um, AC. Well, I just said his name, but it's OK. Um, he, um, he hit, I don't even remember the number, but he just hit six figures not too long ago in the community. He's been killing it. Um, but yeah, the Eagle entry, that's something that we teach in our like, it's a little more advanced. Um, we get into like trading geometry and stuff. And uh, one thing I've learned is that people get uh, overwhelmed sometimes when you throw a lot of stuff at them. Um, but we do have like a geometry stuff that we teach. Um, it's like two-hour session, um, and we break down all that good stuff. Like, you know, uh, MACD and RSI, those are like lagging indicators, meaning they don't update in real time. Um, but your geometry stuff is forward-looking. Um, so that's one thing that really helps me uh, trade SBX because I can kind of see um, where the possibilities lie. So that stuff is like a cheat code. Um, but yeah, it is a game-changer. For sure. It just makes makes your chart look a little crazy. Um, There's a ton of lines on there, but if you know what they mean, they can definitely benefit you. All right. It looks like Meta's pulling off for us. I just do not like chasing things. If I missed it, I missed it and I'll catch the next one. And that took me a very long time to learn because I used to be the queen of chasing things in the market. Yeah. I just picture it like this. This is literally what I told myself. I was like, when you chase moves that have already happened, it's kind of like showing up to a party after everyone starts to leave and you're like begging them to stay and keep partying, but like <laughs> it's over, you know, <laughs> it's over. And then if the party starts again, then we can, we can come back, but you don't want to be the only guy just going by yourself up here. <laughs> if the bears are coming, but it looks like the buyers are still trying to push higher here. This would be a really, really quick thing, and I really don't even like this resistance up here. And that right there, it looks like a gravestone, which is super bearish. We got Microsoft hitting some resistance. Tesla hit resistance. Oh, there's Microsoft and Tesla. See if Microsoft can give us 260. That would be beautiful. And notice the Nasdaq and the S and P and the Dow. The Dow's even coming up. Let's see. I don't know why Safari hates me today. It just keeps saying I'm using energy. That's fine. Um, all right, Microsoft, let's do it. Oh yeah, just remember to play, um, play defense with your money. You don't wanna be, you don't wanna put your capital at risk. People, we work hard for our money. So just always protect it. All right. You guys see all the targets up here? Tesla, we got uh 190 26 or sorry, one ninety one twenty six um Meta, we got 191.59. And then Microsoft, we got 260.66. and We just want to make sure the volume's coming in and the buyers keep buying. That's what we want to see. This is like the best day of my life. <laughs> These charts look so good today. Yesterday was fun too. Did you guys trade the FOMC? Yeah. Fed days are always pretty interesting. Not always. I've seen, I've actually seen us close flat on Fed days. That was very anticlimactic. Students always laugh at me, like when they're trading with me, because they're like, well, it's like me and my partner, but they're like, it's like we're at a spa, but like you want to always be super relaxed, never want to feel like you're watching the Super Bowl, even though sometimes it can be really exciting. You want to keep your composure and just really, really focused on your price action. So over here on Tesla, not Tesla, on Microsoft, uh, that candle right there, it's called a Harami. Um, and the harami is a reversal candle right it means this is it i'll show you guys it um but it means pregnant and it's why did i draw it right there (laughs) how did i miss the candle here we go um but it means pregnant so it's basically saying like this candle is pregnant with this one right the body and both wicks are inside and that's bearish in this case it's bearish um unless this candle closes and pushes higher this is a reversal candle Mm. I think he said he was coming back to Twitter, um, but he actually released a video this morning and the market didn't really react to it, I don't think. But yeah, he did say he was coming back to Twitter. I figured he would. He has like 80 million followers over there. That's hard to like say no to, you know? It's a big audience and he got him in like two days. Yeah, I remember um, really early on in trading and please don't do this. Let me just disclaim that. But um, <laughs> my strategy used to be like, just buy puts and just hope Trump tweets something crazy to tank the market. And sometimes it would work, but most of the time my my puts would just expire worthless. Uh, but that was like my first that was my first trading strategy. So that was horrible. Hope is not a strategy. All right, Tesla got our first target. Let's see if she can get the next one. That extension's up at 193. Microsoft is still pushing for 260. That's another big level. That 260 is a psychological level. So I'm not surprised to see some resistance up here. And Meta has totally turned the car around as it should because the RSI was in the 90s. That is insane. Here's another Harami. Here's a bullish version on uh, Meta right now. So you guys can see both both kinds. So we got a bullish Harami here. and We'll see if the buyers step back in on Meta. This is a beautiful trading day. Glad I got to do this with y'all. Tesla looks like it wants that 193. I'm going to take this ATR off of Tesla though. McDonald's, yeah. I was actually on DoorDash last night and I was noticing the prices at McDonald's went up on there too. It's a lot. It's really a lot. Let's see. All right, looks like the buyers are back on meta. Trying. Q-G-E-N. Let's look at it. Let's take down... Actually, let's just keep all of our friends up and we'll just add number four. I feel like this is kind of hard to read. Let's just do this. Keep it simple. All right. All right. I do see a little bit of a harami here, right over the 50. Um, let me look at this daily first. Let's see what we're dealing with. It's almost like you got to get to know, like, have you guys ever heard someone say like stocks type personality? They really do. Um, all right, so our, our ACR is 0.81. So we don't want to fit too far out. This is ranging. Um, it's totally ranging. So let's just do this um let's see if she's got any gaps oh she does I don't know why but I always assume stocks are female so if you hear me say she I just mean the stock <laughs> and your gaps you're just going to draw them from the the high point of your bottom candle to the low point of your top candle um I think that's enough for now do we have any upside Uh, eh, I'll mark this one up we're a ways away from this one but I'll mark it too you can alert yourself to the gaps too. It makes life a lot easier. Okay. I see one more tiny one here that we haven't addressed. But the bigger the gap, the juicier. <laughs> the juicier it is. All right, let's go back down. And it's gonna take this a while to hit all these because it doesn't move super fast. But let's just run it from a 15 and see what we got. I'm gonna do our fib from yesterday's low. To yesterday's high because we're kind of still operating in that space and then over here uh, looks like it's holding the 200 which is cool um definitely gonna mark up this trend line here all right so i wouldn't again worry about the upside until we crack this trend line um you got this 49.33 as your first target to the upside um, for the downside it looks like it's kind of consolidating down here a bit but you do have um, some support. It's, it's holding the 200 for now, that 4,909. Um, another thing to, no- to note when you're looking at these things is the 50-200, that relationship. So you see how like when we got this golden cross, they opened up and the stock actually moved up with that momentum. But then over here, you see how the 50s curling back down. That's, that's bearish, um, but they're kind of parallel right now, which means we don't have any direction at all. We're just kind of chopping. Um, But you could set an alert on this thing to crack the 200. That'll kind of get you in there when it's time to do something. But other than that, it could just chop around for a bit. Let's see. Tesla has left the building. Tesla, Meta, and Microsoft. Okay. Meta had some buyers come back in, and it didn't double top. Not yet. But you see how it's struggling up here? Hmm. That's bearish. Let's see. Yeah, McDonald's scared the life out of me the other day. I don't remember what day it was. But um, it was the day where everything got halted. McDonald's was down so much pre-market. It was crazy. Always wanted to trade a circuit breaker. um, But it looks like that one happened pre-market and not during the day. But that's okay. Hopefully, at some point, I'll get to trade a circuit breaker. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Okay, I stand corrected. Meta actually did double top. And it's coming back down. Okay, so... If we come down, look for that 186.94 level. I just said it didn't double top and then it did. (laughs) Gotta love the stock market, never a dull moment. Tesla's going for our next target. That's beautiful. All right, I'm gonna adjust my fib because we keep smashing levels here. Let's do 194, no wait, 193.50. So we get a new extension. That'll take us to 196.25. I'm in the mountains, if you hear the train, that's okay. (laughs) Sorry if it's loud. All right, meta is cooling off. Today was beautiful. Did anybody have any other questions or any tickers that I missed? I hope this was helpful. Charts are like my favorite thing ever. Tesla looks like she's not done yet. Let's swap out Microsoft for that. Oh yeah, that double bottom and it broke out. This is beautiful. So your next target here, you he would be looking for, well, first you'd be looking to hold this 1476 as support, maybe consolidate here, and then push for that 1488 And then also 5200 I would love to see a golden cross right here. Tesla is out of here. Vet made a really, really nice move. Your buyers look like they're coming back in too. Any chance of vet going to $30? Um... I don't, I don't know why I said that. That was so dramatic, Um, but let me look at this daily. Let me look at this daily. Has it ever been $30 before? Okay. It has. Let me take all this off. There we go. So for now, um, typically on the daily chart, uh, the biggest thing you want to look at is where your price is at in relation to the 200. And so in this case, um, It's below Um, a lot of times when your stocks, I tell my students, excuse my language, but like if you break the 50, we're going down. If you break the 200, we're going to hell. And so as long as we're below the 200, uh, typically I'm bearish. Typically I am bearish. Um, What you'll see is your stocks will retest and like that 921 are kind of like your first line of defense here um, as far as a reversal. And you can see it's, it's even struggling with that. Um, I wouldn't say never see 30, but like for now, this is in a, it's still in a downtrend. It's still making lower lows. Um, and you can see here, you actually got a head and shoulders. It's kind of messy, but there's your head or sorry, there's your shoulder, there's your head, and then there's another shoulder. So for now we're still bearish. Um, what I would like to see for this to really reverse is, um, earnings on three, three. Oh, I see. Um, what I'd like to see in this is like, you have like your market stages too, like the accumulation, um, the uptrend, the distribution and the downtrend. So technically this needs to go into accumulation before we think about uptrend, which will look like some sideways, uh, action where you'll have buyers come in and start accumulating their shares again. Um, but we haven't even got there yet cause we're still making new lows. So, um, if you start seeing it on this daily chart, start to move sideways, that's like your first inkling that the buyers are going to come back and try to move this higher. But you definitely got to break the 50 and 200 here to think about this. This is a really long way away. And you see it only moves 79 cents a day on average, and that's in either direction. So it'll take it a while to make it up to here. Unless of course it's squeezed or something like that, which we see that too. But that's definitely not something you want to bank on. (laughs) You don't want to bank on a short squeeze. But yeah, with your long term stuff, it's really a, it's it's really really a waiting game. Yeah, for sure. There's your one week calendar, um, the one week for candlestick, and even that's below the two hundred. We can t- even take it up to the monthly. Ooh, and it's yeah, we don't have a two hundred up here. Did this thing just okay? It just IPO. That's why, um, It just IPO. Not too long ago, so we don't even have a two hundred here. But this monthly is bearish too. You see that MACD? It's for the sellers. But that's okay, and you can see up here too. This thing, on average, moves five points a month. So if you're talking about getting to thirty, that's uh, potentially—I hate math. I hate math so much. But that's like three months of straight uptrend. Um, So you definitely you can. What you can do here is just get on your daily and set an alert for that two hundred. Just tell me like, hey, let me know when Vermillion um, crosses the two hundred, and then you can talk about uptrend, and that'll save you from months and months of watching that thing go. sideways. (laughs) sideways. <laughs> I can't believe it's been an hour. Goodness, time flies. Time flies. Thank you guys so much. This was fun. I literally could analyze charts all day. Thank you so much, David, for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. Good uh, good opening to this event.
1: Thank you.
0: Uh, we got a few more minutes if anyone else has any, has any symbols or questions.
1: And I would just add this too, because I'm super crazy about risk management. Y'all be careful swimming in into tomorrow. <laughs> There's a lot of There's a lot of chaotic things happening today after hours, and I just would hate to see anyone get barbecued. So just be careful with that. You have like what uh, Google, um, Apple, (laughs) I think Amazon, all of them reporting like you do not want to be on the wrong side of history with that. Just worry about the gaps tomorrow. Um, (laughs) That's my best. It's not financial advice. It's just life advice.